Hello and welcome to Got It From My Mama. You got it right. Okay, you interrupted me before I can even get to what people know what the podcast is about. Mm -hmm. Got It From My Mama is a podcast where I talk to my mom about everything you are too scared to chat to your own mom about. I'm Tori Piskin. I'm a comedian in New York City. You see me on MTV's Wilding Out and we're Friday 29 Snapchat Discover. And I'm Lulu Piskin and I take Klonopin. Okay, that is an interesting... <laughs> I just figured, why not put it out there? Um, the podcast is about opening up. I have opened up. And let's get started. Okay, Tori. Piskin. Mm, here we are. Hello, Hello, Tori, my daughter. Well, before we get into it, I just yes. want to say you yes. brought one of the shittiest yeah. chips I have ever seen in my entire well, life. Well, you seem to be enjoying them. Because you didn't bring any other snacks. Well, I, what the hell do you want from me? I've, everyone knows on the podcast, my mom likes to eat. Yeah, I do. The most disgusting food on the podcast. But they She's don't know eat, what the food but is. But you are eating like I'm chickpeas. I'm freaking hungry. You're eating Because you kill me. You're like a slave driver. This is what you do. You go, I'll be over. Okay, it's like 5. Okay. All right, 5 p.m. Now I'm getting hungry. It's For an old person, it's dinner time. You no, ever hear the early you. bird special, God damn it. You've been doing the All early right. bird special since I was like 7. All right, seven. so Tori, now at 9 at night, you have arrived. <laughs> All right, now it's like, wait, 5 to after because I'm 4 hours later. But you're Hold my mom. On. I can do that. No, you can't. So now I'm starving and yeah. you go okay i'm ready to record ready to record do you understand it's my bedtime so that's why we need to record in the bed with the food on the side and that's why people don't understand why i'm chewing because they don't understand what you put me through but i put you so through they understand but i'm okay. i'm first of all i'm exhausted so yes. then i'm slurring my exhausted. words well that could be true slurring my words but i am starving because i've been waiting for you for four hours all right. Well, arrive. before anyway, we get into the podcast, so maybe we can do an early bird podcast. <laughs> that could be the, that could be the <laughs> name of this episode, early bird podcast. Oh, that's good. Um, before we get into the episode, I yes. just want to say that as you're listening, take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast. Tag our podcast. I got it from my mama podcast, and we will repost it on ours. Also, don't forget that we have a Patreon. We do, and we're gonna shout you guys out. Woohoo! Now we do have a goal, okay? Yeah, we want to we get. Up, well, I didn't tell you what the goal. Okay, was, you didn't tell me. But we want to get up to fifty Patreon members. Okay, because if we get up to fifty, wow. pa- can you let me finish? Okay, sorry. okay. <laughs> wow! Ooh! Ah! Gee! Like, what are you like? Any fucking kindergarten? Like making all these noises? Well, I didn't know any of this. Okay. Because you don't do the business side. You're just the talent that shows up well, being like, you're late. Anyway, let's get back to reality. God. So we have Come five ahead, Patreon members. Go ahead. Thank you. But we have five Patreon members. Uh-huh. And if we get up to 50 Patreon members, we are going to release full episodes of our podcast on video format. So that way you guys can see us. Now, I know we do the small little videos on our Instagram, but this would be like the full episodes. I better get some more Botox because before you do that, <laughs> those full episodes. <laughs> so anyway, so please. You'll let me know. Yeah, so okay. please join the Patreon. If you join the Patreon, you get uh, more episodes, special episodes. We've got definitely go into more detail about things. And you also 
What else do you get? No, you, you, you get you shout get, outs. Yeah, you get some special episodes that yes. we don't talk about because we can't talk about this shit in case our family hears and they disown us. Or my so dates. You're, your dates. But the dates we don't really care about no. right now. So do you want to shout anyway, out the Patreon? Yes. Diane, thank you. Woohoo! Irene Ford, thank you. Jessica Wilder, thank you. Kelly Van Ingen, I hope I said it right. Oh, that's so interesting. And Louise Dowling. Guys, we love you. Thank you that's, for believing in us. Okay, that really felt like you were calling up people for their diplomas. <laughs> I know. What the fuck was that? I don't know. It felt like Mommy, I, What the fuck? That was the word. Irene Ford. Come and do lata. I, I might be in my pants actually right now. <laughs> because okay? I have to go. But you're right. I kind of did do that. Are you going to be in your pants? Possibly. I could tinkle. You know, I need those depends, I think, right now. I hope now. we get sponsored You know by that them. Lisa Renna did know, for right. a lot of money? Maybe they would hire me. I mean, I've got a good body. Yeah. Like, my lips can you... are not as big as hers, <laughs> but I can wear depends. Right. And I'm not looking too bad. Actually, I'm a great person for depends. Maybe we can get sponsored by depends. Let's get depends. Anyone has any connections to depends? You or let just, us know. Or just because... someone at the aisle of Dwayne Reed with depends. And just I'll wear them. I'll wear them. But there's another exciting yes. announcement. Really? Yes. Did I not know? No, you're going to... No, I'm engaged. Surprise. (laughs) Imagine this whole time. She's like, oh my God, she's the worst dating life. I'm like, I've been secretly dating someone. No. I would actually be happy if like you ever... Like meet someone you don't tell me, and all of a sudden you go, "I'm engaged." Oh, then you I want didn't that? have to go through anything. Okay, well maybe. Then I'll do I just that. get to the good stuff, okay. and then we skip the wedding. Skip the wedding? Yes, I don't want to pay for it. Okay, got okay. it. <laughs> go ahead. So our exciting news is we are having our first live show. Oh yes, on my birthday. Yes, it's gonna be. Are you pissed about that? Well, I mean, it is a little odd. <laughs> But I will. Well, be... I thought you were going to be dead the next day, so I figured well, that's true. It on your birthday. <laughs> that is a good point. But it's so it's going... November 9th. November 9th. It's going to be in New York but City. But you will not tell how old I am. No, we're not. Because then I'm walking off the stage. Okay, we are not telling people I'm out. how old you are. Okay. But it is our first live show. I'm really excited about it. It's November 9th. It's going to be at 5:30 at this club in Brooklyn, New York. So come it, on out. It, but but we're part of. Hello. We're part of the New York Comedy, Comedy Festival, Sess- which is pretty huge, by yeah. the way. And yeah. when I mean pretty huge, we're like I mean- a headliner, right? Sure, whatever you want to call no. it. <laughs> we're like a headliner, but that's right. What Carolyn told me. We get to- Carolyn is one of my good friends who also is the person who produces New York Comedy Club, right? But Carolyn I mean, New York did Comedy say Festival. that to me. She and she she's probably big- putting it in layman terms no, for she you. She said we're with big names, big names, big, big people. <laughs> Big names. Big people. Kame Dulata. What is Kame Dulata? No, I'm saying it wrong. What the hell is Kame Dulata? What du- is that thing called? Kame. Kame. That's anyway, what my back- manager used to say. Okay. Chase. Kame. Kame. No one knew what the hell she was talking about. <laughs> Till they come in to go take an exercise class, she couldn't hear a freaking no. thing. And then she'd go, Kame. No, Kame. no, no. The Kame. fuck is Kame? Italy. Italy. From- well, what does Italian. that mean? Hello. Oh, hello. That's what you were Okay, doing. I miss her terribly. Okay, we're she doing, left. we're very ADD right now. Okay. But I let's get back to the live show okay. because I do want to tell okay. people that our tickets will be up on I our, think we're going to be sold out. We are going to be sold out. And we're going to get a but new mom, outfit. I can't tell people, how are we going to be sold out if you could, won't let me put the <laughs> fucking information in? The, the show is November 9th on my birthday. It's going to be at 5 there. 5 there. Do you know what he had? 4 o'clock. Can I get a word in to tell people? Anyway, so the show is at 5.30, but I'm saying that we are announcing it, you know, early, 
But I think that if you guys don't live in New York and, you know, if you live somewhere else in United States, maybe you can make like a trip of it because it is a weekend. You can do like a three days girls trip. You can bring your mom. I think you could just be, like think, a, yeah, you got to bring like let's let's bring the family and let's yeah. bring the mom, the daughter, the brother, the sister. This is a family oriented show. Now I might say fuck a lot, but it's still family oriented. So let's say thirteen and up. Got it. All right, I think it's PG. Yes. Okay, no, PG-13. PG-13. I mean, PG, Why is that for more? you, when I was younger, you thought that was like, you thought PG was like me listening to Howard Stern. You were like, listening. Pussy, and yeah, like, no, you were. You were. So I don't know. Because I was so selfish. Well, I honestly, hello, where do you think I get that from? <laughs> hello, look in front of you. Narcissism. So I really just want yeah. people to come to the show. I'm so excited. and I'm so excited. And do you know that actually I, will be a yes. year? Remember when we did that live show before? Yeah, we that you didn't tell me what was happening. Well, I just was we going. We did a live show and you made me sing a song <laughs> that I didn't know the words of. What was that song? I forgot. That was right after the breakup. That was so. So I had I had no choice. So thin, and you only liked me because of that. No, I loved you because of that. But you walked into the place, and you were like, "What am I doing? I can't believe I even thought of this. This is awful. This is terrible." And Daddy and I are in some dump. I I don't even know what this. You think everything is a dump? That's a mom thing. This is a dump. And the, then you put a jar up like we were homeless. I didn't understand the jar. Mom. And what was people, the glass jar for? We're going to have a glass jar because people could put in questions being like, ask mama oh, a I question. for money. I didn't know. I thought, <laughs> I'm I, such a bitch. I thought it was for there money. There was a jar on stage. The place was a dump. You, you had me wearing sneakers from the fucking garbage. Meanwhile, they're like, the can't, what are those expensive shoes? What are those goose shoes that are like eight hundred dollars? I had golden goose on. I was looking good anyway, and so, I had a great little Isabel Morant jacket on. So I would love for people to really come. And to so the I'll show. make sure because I'm going to wear a really good outfit. It's going to be so fun. Tori's always in a tank and a mini skirt. I don't know what she'll well, be wearing. I'm but 20. don't you worry. I will wear some fabulous outfit. Okay. Okay. So and I'll do a little Botox before the show. Okay, well, we don't have a discount for that, so don't like. No, promote but maybe that. I'll invite my plastic surgeon, um, Doctor Jordan Turner. Yes, he's coming. Give him a shout out, Doctor yeah. Jordan Turner. Yes. Now let's. Sorry get... if I sniffle. Why? I just feel like I have a cold lately. Ugh. I've been really been tired, stressed. had a cold, okay, and so, been exhausted since 1993. So here's, here's any mom news. Okay. Well, my mom news is your news. <laughs> so. You call me. You're like, I have, my daughter has a yeast infection. I have a yeast infection. <laughs> no, I don't get them anymore. I'm too old for that. Oh, really? I just have the Sahara Desert down there. Mm. Yeah, that's it. Metapolis. Let's see what you have to look forward to. But I'll be dead by the time you complain we about know, that. We know, we know. Okay, so anyway. By the way, your bit of like being dead is like gotten to the point where I'm not, yeah. it's like when you are dead, it's not going to be like sad because you've been saying it's so, well, I mean, no, it is I'm be preparing sad. you. I was I actually thinking the other day that when I'm dead, are you and Rachel going to be like, like finally like, oh, thank God she's freaking gone and we could, like you'll be relieved kind of. Like it mm-hmm. finally happened, let me live my life. Or are you going to be standing there holding each other up crying? Like I a- think I'll be really crying because I'll be like, oh my God, my career is gone. <laughs> That's so true. And Rachel's going to be like, she was so great. You can always have me. But maybe she could do the podcast with you. Mom. Yes. I mean, I guess she could do the podcast. She didn't want to do the reality show with me from Lifetime. Right. 
Okay. So, so anyway, anyway, let's get into some mom Let's get news. into What's going news. on with so you, So anyway, Lulu? what happened was my mom news is always about my children. So, well, not always, but it's always related to that. Grandchildren, puppy news, you know, this is my children. So I'm looking at my phone and I go, and it, I, I mean, I don't go. And it goes, ah, I was watching probably Bachelor in Paradise. And it says, I got the job. Now, okay. that's you. Yeah. Okay. Now, I didn't know what job that was, by the way. And then I see three missed calls. All right. So I figure it's something good. It's got to be. Because you're I usually such a downer. I got the job. I got a boy. I thought, I thought maybe, well, I was hoping I got the guy, but it wasn't. All right. So anyway, the job turns out to be, which was incredibly way, exciting for Daddy and I. I get to say what my job was? Or again, you get to say it because you're Well, I wasn't allowed at the show, so maybe I get to okay, say it. Okay. Why don't you brag? Okay. So anyway, you got, you were the face the body and soul and the up-and-coming comedian of Facebook, produced by Facebook. So you were the ad campaign mm-hmm. for Facebook. Well, it was actually for... Okay. No, it wasn't Facebook. <laughs> it was for the presidency. No, it was for McDonald's. It was for the universe. No, it was just for Dwayne Reed. Facebook like, is huge. No, I know, I'm joking. Could you get bigger than Facebook? No, but it was actually yes. to promote stories. And right. they're trying to see if, like... The campaign was like, can a comedian hone her act using Insta stories or Facebook stories? Correct. And then that's when I got the job. And I, but I didn't tell you what it was because, or I didn't tell you I went on the audition because I didn't know if I got it. And I don't really want to tell you when I get these like callbacks. No, what things. you said is that they, they, you said I'm placed or well, I'm, they, oh, you, what, what do you call it? me on hold. Hold. Yeah, Which I'm basically hold. means. And you, you go, yeah, but I'm on hold, but believe me, I'm not getting it. I'm like, but all where right, do you here think she goes. I get that from you taught me that. Believe me, it's not any getting nothing. I go, all right, she's getting nothing like usual. Because on hold what hold means if you're not in the entertainment industry, it means that like you are being hold held for a held. job and it's probably between you and someone else. So like eight out of ten times, like you're gonna get it or you're not gonna. But it like means you got close, but you didn't like you almost got oh, it. Oh bingo, you got it. I finally got Even it. Even in all our negativity. You got it. So little did we really know how big this would be. Right. And it was pretty I love big. how you said how we didn't know how big this would be. No, like so- you were in the audition room. Oh I was with twenty people. Oh I was. I was in the audition room. Anyway, we don't know why you got it. But the good news is well, you because I was fucking talented. The, we don't know why you got it. I mean, what the fuck were you wearing in that audition room? Overalls? I mean, I don't know how you got this. I don't know how you scraped up this one. You used to do that with my old boyfriend. You used to be like, I don't know how you got him. Meanwhile, now you're like, I don't know how to kill him. Oh, yeah, him. <sighs> anyway, let's hope he saw one of those huge billboards. So anyway, so anyway it it's, actually wasn't a billboard. No, it it was. You had posters. You had moving digital Things at Lincoln Center. Anyway, so what it was is you had 15-minute clips of all your jokes that they cut down, mm-hmm. correct? Am I, am I saying You're it right? You're getting it right. Right. And they were posted on Insta Story. They were posted on Facebook Stories and Twitter right. and Facebook <clears throat> Business. So mm-hmm. it's all about promoting to make your brand a business and how you can make yourself a better performer, Business person. Using stories. Blah, blah, blah. Using stories. Right. Right. Little did we know, though, that you would be, that you would really be all over the place. You know, your face, your body, your soul, your hair. But you said you didn't like what I wore. It was a little bit of a hillbilly look, which means <laughs> there used to be a show called Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> it was overalls. And you kind of look like that. 
Like, you looked 16. I didn't really get that part. And your hair was back. I would have liked your hair down a little sexier. But but I guess they wanted you, you know, working-wise, like, like a worker. Like I was a working on my jokes. Worker. I'm working on the yeah. cornfield. The yeah, same yeah, thing. yeah. You look like you're on the cornfield. Anyway. But it was really so, fun, though. Okay. And, like, I mean, when you're, like, on set, it just feels so good. And, like... 40 people are just watching me and I've never oh, felt more like a narcissist. <laughs> and they're like, well, and like, you know, someone has, to, no, like, someone has to like escort me to the bathroom and I'm like, oh yes. And it just felt so good. And the director was like British. And he's like, okay, love. He's like, okay, so when you do the cross-eyed joke, can you go cross-eyed? And I was like, am I think, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, well, I don't know if I want like, cause I have a joke about how I went to learn disabled high school and the sluttiest girl there was cross-eyed. So oh, whatever. I, I heard that one. And 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 no, wait. Let me but, finish the story. Okay. So anyway, I did that. And he's like, "Okay, love, can you go cross?" And he's one of these like British guys that was like really like energized and like a little ADD. And he'd always be like, "Oh, like I'm so funny." Like he was just like, he, I was so nice. But then he was like, "Can you go cross side?" And I would go cross side. I'd be like, "Oh my god, love, I love it. You're so good at going cross side." And I'd be like, "Wait, is that a good thing that I'm good at going cross side?" So like anything he would tell me to do, I would do it. Which obviously like that's the point of the talent. Like you just do whatever. But you do whatever they say at your point. But it was you sit but honestly, as low like, or as high a lot as you of the can. Ad people were like, "Don't, weren't you nervous just like doing your jokes in front of like fifty people and the light was on you?" I'm like, I was like, literally, it's never felt more amazing. Like that was <laughs> like usually there's three. Yeah, usually there's three people in the audience, and then like it was the, like the Facebook people, the client, the Facebook table t- would tell the ad people what they wanted, and then the ad people would run to the director, and the director would tell me, and then they would like whisper, and I'd be like, "Okay, I got it," and then I would like nail every line. I just felt and my overalls, and I mean, I my lips were so chapped because I'm on Accutane, so my mouth is. So so dry and I'm like can I get water and they're like can we get Tory water <laughs> now that like five people are getting me water like the cute PA who's like a skateboarder I'm like maybe he's 23 or 28 I don't know he's like here's your water I'm like thank you I was like flirting with like the lowest people on set because that's what I do you know what I mean I yeah, go now that's low. Who you, yeah you I'm like what's your job he's like I'm an intern I'm like perfect <laughs> but the thing is so now that all went really well then all of a sudden here it comes out what it's it's on Facebook. It's on Instagram. It's for the world to see. And now I get the phone call, and I see you calling, because I get full, you know, full face. Your red hair is on my phone, and I go, there she is. Fuck them in trouble. And you go, I don't like it. I'm a hack. I sold out. I'm sold out. Everyone's gonna not take me seriously. I'm not a comedian. And I just am like, okay, here we go. We were on a high. Now we got to sink low. Because I'm- we got to take those cherries and we got to squash them up like blood is pouring out of her. All right, but you take me on the ride with you. Right. First, I'm on a high because I and know I'm one thinking else that's we made it. To. My God, we made it. Then I'm on a low. Like this is the worst thing that ever happened. And you're like. And then everyone has to talk to you. Your sister has to build you up. I have to build you up. Your father goes, get off the phone with her. No, he does. Hang up. I'm not going to listen to this shit. Then you speak to your friends, and they make you feel better. Poor Carolyn's got to make you feel better. And I'm texting poor Carolyn. And Carolyn's like, she, no one could have done what Tori did. Carolyn really needs to be your manager. Right. But that's besides the point. Anyway. All right. So we get over that. Now, we get so to the live show. Let me explain, Hold on, though, okay, what people, which was amazing. So, part of the campaign—I guess I was part of a campaign. I don't mean to brag, but obviously, I was part. So, part of the campaign is you do these stories, and it's like I'm testing out my material. Then I'm supposed to like use that information I got, the polls, and create like a set around it, being like, okay, did 
did how many times did people like that joke? Oh, should I keep it? Then I'm supposed to use that for the live event. So the live event was at Lincoln Center. And mommy, why don't you take this away and, since you were not there? And I think that for your dad and I, this was kind of close. It was circle, not Lincoln which you didn't Center. Realize. It was a theater. I understand. Mommy, it was a movie but theater. Sister- people are laying back eating popcorn, and I'm Sorry. like, so I'm dyslexic. Anyone else get dumped by a skateboarder? <laughs> I got Lyme disease. Tori, it was a big theater. I posted a gazillion pictures, okay? And it was you. It was a host from The Daily Show and an no, MC. No, he headlined. Michael Costa. Headline. Costa. Michael Costa. Costa. I forgot his last name. That's awful. <laughs> he's very nice, But though. he's very nice, and he shouted you out on his Instagram, and he was brushing a shih tzu, I think, at the time. So I thought that was fabulous. Anyway, okay. so it was all, it was really about an up-and-coming comic who honed her stories via no, her this, act, her her, act right. via the Facebook story method and getting the polls out All there. All right, so what's the point? Some, what are you about to anyway, complain about? So the point is you didn't let your father, you didn't let daddy and I go. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, Tori, we'll look, we're like two squirrels looking for the nuts on Insta story. To, oh, oh, we saw her. Oh my God, that one posted something. And then all of a sudden it's all. I mean, you're looking through my friends. We're looking. It's so sad. We're not there. Thousand people are there. No, okay. okay. Oh, that was such a mom thing. No, a thousand, five thousand people. Jesus was there, and I, mommy, like maybe I think like there was like maybe like a hundred people. Maybe no, not even a hundred. Like All right, 60. but there should have been a hundred and two. Anyway, we weren't allowed there. And then because we walk in the theater, they had like the digital posters of you. And all I do is see this fucking shit on Instagram when I'm the one that gets all the shit from you and I get no joy, no you, joy, no joy, and no happiness. What are you looking down? You're looking because, down at the fucking t- Because I cannot believe as a parent, yes. you really get shit on. And is it as a parent that you really never get the joy or the moments? That you're there as a punching bag. You're there as a punching bag. When does it get better? You're 28 years old. I'm waiting for the moment of joy. Okay, but But I didn't even get that. And by the way, Lincoln Lincoln Center is very meaningful. Because your sister stopped dancing 10 years oh, ago. Oh, fuck. This story again. And I didn't this have the same. It all came around that you got to perform there. Only you Okay, would... maybe not at the center for 3,000 people, but at least you were close to she it. She didn't make it to the Lincoln Theater, but she made it in the janitor's room. <laughs> anyway, you were very happy. You did well. Daddy and I went to sleep. Because I was nervous. Because that's what happens. With you, you do great and we're sleeping, but wait a minute. What? We're great. Everyone's saying how great you were. And then next day, it's back down to the dumper. I don't know. People are not going to take me seriously. What does this really mean? What's, well, nothing's going to happen from this. And that's where I go. And then I'm back being depressed again. Hmm. So I said to daddy, it's time for us to leave. Go where? Die. Oh. I mean, what is the point of being on this earth to listen right, to you? I'm over with this dead thing. Okay. Anyway, so I'm really happy I got this <laughs> Facebook story. I got a lot of new followers, some new hate. People were like, Yes, you got a few hates. People were like, You're not funny. But you got to cope with it. Tough well, skin, baby. And then you always bring up, Well, on Howard Stern, like. I listen to him. Well, when I get I mean, on, he is iconic. When I get on him one day, I'll say my well, parents. Well, that's true. Is I will really be gone by the. And by the way, he'll be gone <laughs> okay, before well, me because he's older. Whoever, but did one that. of us will be gone. Did it's you, either Howard Stern or me. Did you want to 
asked me, yes, ask you about your dating life. Are you prepping me? Yes. I, I just don't, I thought since you've been so busy, there's really been no dating life. No, there hasn't really but been. But you, I do want to say something. You did say to me, I hope the fucking skateboarder has seen this. Well, so we're yes. still not over him. And we're still hoping he has skated by one of these posters, one of these digital whatever moving targets going on that's all Tory. And we're hoping for that. Right. And how sad is that's that? That's sad on my end. Pathetic. I wonder if other people feel this way that like after oh, you get a huge thing, you just still think about like your ex. That's pretty sad. I guess because, the ex listen, that dumped you. 30,000 people. No. Yeah. 320,000 people voted on my jokes. And all I'm thinking about is the one skateboarder that lived in Chinatown. The Facebook guy is like, three, over 300,000 people voted on your jokes. And I'm like, wow. Do you think someone who lives in a six-floor walk-up in Chinatown has five skateboards in his apartment and only one mattress and doesn't have a headboard? Do you think he voted? And the guy's like, what? I'm like, oh, nothing. Sorry, that came out. Oops. I would say he did not see this. He lives in a fairyland. Of ducks and but ducks But I honestly feet think if he did beaks. see it, he did not. But I'm saying if it's he so did, disappointing, really. I think if he did, he wouldn't care. He'd be like, ah, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, I always knew she would get a campaign. Ah, uh, good for her. And that's <laughs> so pathetic. I think that that's how he would feel. That's the sad part. After you get very hurt in a relationship, you know, there's always one person in the relationship that's like, I can't wait for them to see me with a new person, and the other person just doesn't care. You know what I mean? Oh, but I, you know what I thought so of recently? I'm sick of talking about this. It, it has been and over him. a year. But it's funny though. It's over I was year. watching Nancy Grace and I realized oh, that. Oh, I love her. You're very much like when it comes to the breakup, like how it all Bob happened. Shell. No, listen. Bob Shell. <laughs> when it comes to the breakup, yeah. how it all happened, you almost become Nancy Grace. You're like, Tori. If you guys don't know who Nancy Grace is, she's kind of like a Bill O'Reilly. No, but she has a, she has a show on Oxygen now. No, but I'm saying you're like Nancy Grace. If Nancy Thank Grace was you. like, that's such a okay, compliment. Tori, he dumped you six weeks after we met the family, a day after we got back from the vacation, and five days before you were ovulating. It's true. And it's true. And I got it. And then you put on her accent. You're like, do the math. I love to be Nancy Grace. Just be in her body for a moment. Anyway. But what were you saying dating. about Nancy Grace, though? Oh, she has a new show on Oxygen no, that Daddy and I you, watch all the that time. That you are like Nancy Grace with the breakup. What were you going to say? I am um, um, because she's angry. She has oh. an anger about her that I seem to have. So is there any timeline that I messed up there about the breakup? About your breakup? Yeah, like he dumped you six no, weeks. I, no, I think we met the parents five weeks before he dumped you. Then we went on the vacation in Massachusetts where he came with us. After that vacation... Five hours after we, no, eight hours after we dumped his ass off at our apartment and he went to Brooklyn. Then he woke up in the morning. Bombshell. (laughs) Eight hours later, he said, I need to come up. And he dumped you. And he fled off that skateboard, down those, that four flights of stairs, not four flights, floor, floor, what is it? Oh, right. I feel like Nancy Grace would be like. I'm not so good. Nancy Grace would have lost her job by now. Uh, maybe I'm Megan Kelly, who did lose the job. Oh, okay. I guess yeah, you Megan are. Kelly. I did love her, too. Um, so, yeah, I guess I could tell you a little about okay. my 
dating, dating life. Dating. I mean, I haven't really been dating, but I've been seeing so many. Well, I'll go into the dating, but I've just been seeing so many engagements. And I'm really at that age. I'm fu- they should, Instead of 28, they should call it, if you don't have a boyfriend, you should be dead. Because I'm at the age now, I'm getting to save the dates. I'm getting, now I'm invited to the engagement. Oh, now I've got like seven fucking weddings next year. Well, you'll get a lot of nice dresses to wear. Well, Look at if it I don't have way. a date to go with. All right, well, you'll dig one up. Maybe, one. maybe on Instagram. Are you getting any DMs like people going, I'd like to date you? Ugly, you, ugly, ugly, ugly. Oh, because your friends that have big followings date people. What friends? Like Maya and uh, Natalie and they've met people. No one has slid into my DMs. Oh. They must be dyslexic and sliding into yours. <laughs> because I'm going, she's on fire. She's fire. She's hot. Who? And I'm like, I don't know who people are. Whoever these people are. Mommy, they're not attractive. They're like the creepy people. Oh, I, I mean, I don't know. My mom's like, I could tell by this circular photo that they might be attractive. I mean. <laughs> anyway. All right. Anyway. So I'm getting dating, all these. Dating. You know, engage, but then I thought about it. Yes. I really had a real insightful moment about engagements. Really? And I realized that you just wait for this moment, right? A moment like this, as Kelly Clarkson yeah. said in 2004 okay. with her highlights. When she won American Idol. A moment like that. Anyway, so these Maybe people. Maybe go back to voice lessons. So they wait yeah. for this moment. And then they're so excited. But they all, all these girls know it's coming. No one is actually ever really surprised. They all know uh-huh. it's coming. And then you get the ring and you act surprised. Oh, my God. This is the ring that I picked out. Oh, my God. It's so pretty. I thought it's it was true. a lot better five months ago. Oh, my God. It looks so much better on my hand than in the sock drawer. Oh, my God. This is amazing. And then that. And then they say like five words between each other. And then the next moment, now you get the ring. And now you call everyone and you give him a look being like, oh, my God. Did you get insured? And he's like, no. And you're like, okay, well, you sh- now you're getting into a fight already. Then you call up everyone. I'm engaged. FaceTime. I mean, it's the same shit. Then after that, then you go home to the same person. That is true. There is no different person there. That's the unfortunate part about it. There's really no... It's like you're waiting for this thing. It's like you're waiting for a text for a guy and then you finally get the text and you're like, ah, fucking, I never liked him anyway. But with this, you can't say that. Well, so this is the good news. I realize I'm not... Tori's good news of the day is that she has learned... Being engaged, it's it's not, it's all cracked up to be. No. So you are now saying to yourself, you know what? I, maybe I don't need a guy. Right. That's why I keep telling you to go swing the other way. But I guess if you were, uh, you know, gay, still- you would both have need rings. Because on Bachelor in Paradise. Yes, we'll talk about it watched, a little bit. Yeah, if you've watched, because it's kind of iconic moment right. that they actually had the first gay couple but mom, on want, there don't go they both into, got rings okay okay, go okay the, swing back to your to I'm my, my problem don't forget you're, it's all about because me the, because the point is you have nobody so why no, keep but going I'm on saying this also you so always, you're saying you're okay with all these people being engaged yes but i also want to say that you have been saying to me a lot that i'm not even in a place to have a boyfriend but also is there ever a time that is the right time to have a relationship for you no wait what does that mean it just means i think you're very needy and you 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 demand a lot of attention. So that other person with you, mm-hmm. whoever this might be, this imaginary person, how are they getting any attention? So you they're you're not. That's need, why I'm going to date a mannequin, right? <laughs> and I think you need a guy that might live somewhere else. Maybe we can do like a long distance thing with you. But I'm saying, but I'm they okay, won't be not as needy. in relation to me. You're needy. Okay. Yes. 
You're needy. I got that from and you. And he has to do what I do. I got do. that from you being in bed every day screaming at your husband. Jay, that's where I got it from. But now it's reverse. Daddy yells at me. But I'm saying, do you think there is ever a good time to be in a relationship or no? Probably not. Right? Like people say, like, oh, is there ever a really good time to have kids? I think it's hard with you, though, because you are trying to really make it in this career of yours. Right. And it's a tough career, the entertainment field. You know, you're out at night. The old boyfriend hated you at the comedy clubs. It has to be a certain guy that really understands the world you're in. Right. Well, that's why you picked that freaking cameraman. I thought he understood. But meanwhile, well, guess he w- what? I replaced him with a tripod, so it's all fine. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me anything in the dating front. So I matched with this guy on Bumble. Okay. Now I'm going to show you a picture of him. Okay. Okay. I thought he was cute. Mm-hmm. Obviously my type, blonde. Mm-hmm. No idea what his name is because I can't read. Okay. Okay, let me get to the photo here. Oh, maybe I should. Okay, hold on. Boy, you are slow. Uh oh. Is he cute? Hello, people. First of all, his hair is brown. Oh. Okay. No, scroll up. Now, why is he have artwork again? That looks like it's for kindergartners. Why do you always pick a guy that fucking? Wait, let me show you. And this artwork is worse than the old. No, I think artwork. he's joking. It's probably his oh. nephew or something. Oh, he's kind of cute. But I think I lost him. Give it to me. Okay. Oh, and I said, and it said call, and I just pressed call. Oh my god! Oh my god! You, you just... gave it to me. He kind of has the hair, you know, low to the Is side. He cute? Some good. Some... He's kissing a, a parrot, <laughs> which could be good. Yeah, he's cute or not cute. No, he's cute. He's he's kissing a. But I like his style. A I like his style. Well, we have a necklace, and we've got. Oh, Yves Saint Laurent is on him. How do you know? Because Tori, let wake me see. up and smell the roses. YSL. Where? Yves Saint Laurent. His jacket. So you don't know this. All right, but maybe his money. This could be good. All right, give, it, give me the thing. Is this him? Yeah. Is now he has you? a cowboy hat. <laughs> mommy. Boy. By the way, let me just explain what's happening. Yeah. I'm showing my mom photos of the guy on Bumble. Okay? Is this him? Is he cute? Oh. I can't tell. Oh. Like some photos, he looks cute. Some photos, he, he looks doesn't. like he's very suave, and he looks like James Bond, you know, with a martini. In this but picture, but is he cute or not? No, he's cute. It's worth it's worth trying. All right, but then this is what's better happening. than the other guy with the boy, the, the the what do you call it? A BB? What BDSM? is that? BDSM. BDSM. I mean, the choker and the the ball in his mouth. Right. Okay. So then, let me just get you okay. to some of these combos that we've been having. Now, I don't know if other people can relate, single people, but I really hate when guys text me a lot before we meet up the date. Well, then forget him. Can I finish oh, the story? Right. <laughs> Forget him. Let me get back to me, everyone. But I hate when guys, like, it's one thing to be like, hey, like, whatever. And, like, uh, you know what it is? It's like if you match with someone and then you give your, and you have a number. If you don't go out within, like, the first week, I understand it's hard. But I don't think it's necessary to, like, keep up the conversation every day. It's like if we set a date, then, like, we set a date. We don't have to text right. every so day. so why do you keep going on with him? Can I just read you what's happening? Okay. So I texted him and I was like, oh, I might be, today's. We matched, like, I think Thursday. or No, I gave him my number Thursday. Well, you were busy Thursday. You had your show. That was Wednesday. What oh. are you, my Google Calendar? <laughs> you were busy that day. You also had your period and I had to take a shit at two. You were very busy. Okay. So then I gave him my number. We're texting, blah, blah, blah. So then I said, oh, I think I might be free Sunday oh. after I have dinner with my family. Like, oh, I'll let I you know. know. He's like, we'll play by you. Can you okay. let me finish? You're so rude. So then, cool. Down he texts me, 
oh, he's like, um, he that's yesterday. So we're planning. To, okay, so now we have three days before the possible date. Uh-huh. Now he texts me yesterday. How's the day? I think that's freaking weird. Why are you texting Why? me? Why? That's very nice. And then I was like a little yeah. bitchy because I. But that's very sweet. How's the day? But we haven't met yet, and I don't so want to. So what? But I just don't want to put in my energy if I don't even know if I like him. Why am I put? I, we haven't met yet. Tori, right now you're. So then, oh, get ready for this. I go days chill. You? That's like a cool girl. Okay. Cool, cool, cool girl girls move. comment. Cool girl comment. He goes comment. same, but not chill. Going to dinner, feeling a little under the weather. What's, What's wrong with that? No. Then he goes little tickle in my throat. <laughs> Is he telling you you can't go out tomorrow night? I don't know. And then I yeah. did a thumbs down on him uh-huh. not feeling well because I'm like, this guy doesn't even deserve a text back. I'm just going to give him. There's nothing more infuriating than someone not texting you and just doing those thumbs up, thumbs yeah. down heart. That I agree. So I, I was yeah. like, you know, I want to play hard to get. Yeah, right. I don't, or I don't even know if I like him. Right. Then he writes this morning going, what a night. <laughs> now, I can't for, tell if he's being what, funny. What, what a night for what? I think he's joking being like. He's saying, like, oh, I was sick last night, so he then texts me today being like, what a night. Well, well. But I can't tell if he's being sarcastic or he's just, like, genuinely Tori, wanting- Tori, you have overanalyzed this too much. Go on the date, and let's see what happens after that. I think it, these apps I just, suck. See, now you're texting him while we're on podcasting. Well, I just said, well, he goes, what a night. And I said, ha, huh, really? What happened? Too much too much day quill? Too much night quill? <laughs> night, day quill. Day quill, he would be buzzing for days. So, but do you think it's weird if a guy, I mean, I understand you've never been in this situation with the online dating, but do you think that's weird if a guy is texting you a lot before the date? Well, I think it's nice. He's getting to know you. But by going, what a night, I'm sick, my throat hurts, he's already fucking complaining to me. Well, you can look at it that it's kind of cute and endearing, or it's you cute and it's endearing annoying. If, if I'm attracted to him. If I'm not, then but this is like- But you're annoyed at everyone. Like, you're annoyed at that. You're annoyed if they don't text you. You're annoyed if the picture's not good. You're annoyed if the cap on the hat and whatever. The cat in the hat. Did you think he was cute or no? I did, but Jesus, stop caring about looks already. Pick a nice guy. Mommy, how am I supposed to... What if they analyze you? Oh, look at her face. It's bloated. Oh. Well, that's only you. you. And because you're always telling me it's bloated. Look at her lips. They're so dry. What's on the side of her lips? Oh, my God. That must be because she's on Accutane. (laughs) Oh, my God. Her skin's so oily. And my God, did you see that frizzy hair? So how do you know they're not doing that about you? I thought it looked pretty today. That was very easy for you to list off all my negative things. Because I'm just saying, what if they looked at pictures of you and felt the same way? I don't think so because I put up very cute, attractive photos of me. Okay, but as I'm, I'm putting Vaseline on the side of my lips and fixing my hair. All right, well, let's go out with him and we can talk about it on the next podcast because okay. right now you waste my time. I didn't waste your time. Yeah, I no, just said this seems to waste my time. All right, so should we? Okay, so that's not great dating news. But that's we, all I have. I, I know you had the excitement of the Facebook ad campaign, so I guess that's good enough for me. Good enough. Now I'm waiting for the next gig. Should we talk about um, the batch? Oh, by the way, yes, you did a very mom thing. I what did we I haven't do? even done this. I don't know if it's a mom thing or I don't know if this is a Lulu thing or mom thing. But my mom sends me a photo of. She says my second dog Penny the Yorkie. Now it's an old photo. Again, sending photos of dead things, yes. dead people, dead yes. things. What is so your- cute? But why do you Penny? See, I know you like to do this. I know you like Thumbelina the poodle. Who the fuck are these people? It's Tori. First of all, this is Mom. my skating 
friend's story dog. boring me. See, I'm going to do what you do when I talk about <laughs> dating. I'm over it. I'm done. I'm over it. By the way, you love to make me and Rachel yes. feel bad. So you love to send us <laughs> photos of dead people in our family. That's now let a us dead know. animal. Guys, please let me know. Take a screenshot and let me know if your mom likes to send you photos of dead people. Now, there's no context. It's usually just like, this was your aunt, aunt, aunt Nancy. And then you're like, oh my God, she's gorgeous. I and mean, then you're like, was well, she gorgeous? I don't know. Or is it just like an old photo where everyone looked kind of gorgeous? All right, well, let us know this, everyone. Does your mother too send you pictures of dead, her old dead dogs? Right. I bet she does. Does your mother send you pictures of old boyfriends? Does your mother, maybe your mother's single and she's asking you advice on being single. Now, we, do you want to know? Do you want to get into the okay. Bachelor in Paradise? Oh my God. Okay. The recap. So your dad and I are addicted. It is over, however. Right. Now, Hannah, the one from The Bachelorette, is on Dancing with the Stars. Um, and she's doing very well. The blonde one, Hannah Brown. Oh, yeah, she's yeah, on. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, okay. But she was on Bachelor in Paradise. She made, like, a little guest appearance. She's like, hi. Oh, yeah, she's like, big dimpled Miss Alabama, Miss Alabama, and they all fucked her, every guy. I mean, she. we've got, so we've got Tyler, who, you know, she dumped. But meanwhile, he's with Gigi Haddad. So, right, I mean, so I'm sorry, Hannah. I mean, he went to the, you know, the top level Right, there. and then now the pilot. And the pilot, Peter, is going to be the new Bachelor. Do you know when I it comes out? Wait. I, soon. And I think I don't January. Know. But, but did oh you? Oh, my God. What? Daddy said, when they said, when Peter was crying and then she rejected him. Yeah. And he said, I just want to meet someone. And Daddy yelled out, Tori. <laughs> That's so It's true. Sad. He did. Daddy yelled, please, God, we've got someone. Peter. We loved Peter. Peter was a you... pilot. He was well. Now he's on the Bachelor. Yeah, but now he's, he's talking about they, God. They, Did you notice that too? He's like, no. I just want to thank God. I'm like, oh God. They, they always were, put that know, God in there with the Jesus the and Jesus. the God. I don't care. I'll take him. But the point and is, he's like, I just want to thank you know my penny. They keep going back to the parents. He's like, and my parents have had a great relationship for well, thirty I thought years. You thanked me at the Lincoln Theater. Instead, I got Mom, shoved to my own bed again I watching Netflix. It wasn't a, I didn't have to get an award. I did stand up. Oh, right. Well, that's a big, so that anyway, was a big so deal. So anyway, so they announced Peter as, as the, the Bachelor. Right. Now, the exciting part was is it, it was a recap for The Bachelor in Paradise. So Chris Harrison reunion, had the cast. A reunion. The cast right. of The Bachelor in Paradise on the stage. Mm-hmm. First of all, you be- you really become famous after this Instant. show. Like, it's instantaneously you're famous because I keep like telling you, you get this, on the, show. the power of TV is phenomenal. So you get on the show, so you, you get, get on bikini, the show, you get a spray tan, you, you sweat, yeah, and, and you're naked. I mean, you're basically naked. You wear puka shells. You got the you got the mic strapped down the back. You know, you or you got the little tiny little bikini top on, right? And it's they must eat zip. No, I think they do eat. They don't. That's eat just shit. your thing. And they exercise all day. I don't. But think they they're... do drink. They definitely drink all day. They have a drink in their hand throughout the day to get through the show now, because there's nothing to do on that ugly island right. in Mexico. And the bartender, Wells, He's there so is a bartender, cute. beyond. Now, how famous did he get? He's goddamn engaged to Sarah Hyland right. from Modern Family. Who was he? He was he was a bachelor, right? Yeah, no, he was a, a contestant. Oh, my God. But he was God. a radio host before that. Oh, I did so not know that. So he was always in the... Oh, all right. He was in the field. Then. Yes. Now, he's adorable. 
and she's so adorable. Yeah, they're both like the most adorable. Okay, they're very couple. good. I'm very happy for her because she really has a terrible illness. Actually, I was listening to um, an episode, a podcast with him, and he was talking about. It kind of made me a little sad. Oh. <laughs> I feel awful about her. Well, she she's has, had like sixteen surgeries. She's had a lot of surgeries with she's her very kidney. Very sick. And he was, and when they first met, like she was like, "We can only hang out tonight, and then we won't be able to hang out for a while because I'm having like, you're eating." I was well, about to tell you a story about some a celebrity I'm dying. I'm starving. Wow. So she was like, "Oh, like you know," I told him, and he was like, "So then I kept visiting her in the hospital, and I thought that was so sweet, um, but then also like kind of made me sad that like I got him. I got dumped." Yep. When, like, I was in the hospital. How are we going to get him back? I mean, I hope to God he saw that in. I love how we talk about The Bachelor and we still somehow. Yeah, because we realized what a shit he was. Because who dumped I should have written him that email. I wanted to. Should I do it now? Is it too late? No, but I did do something kind of insane. Oh, no. It's not that insane. So one of his friends that I knew that we worked together with. She, Am I chewing and it's annoying people? Yeah, it's annoying. Okay. So I like said, she like posted something with her boyfriend and I said, oh, cute. Not the one you know, another son. But the one who had the dog. Remember the one who had the dog? That's his friend? Yeah. How do you know they're friends? Because they work together. Yeah, but maybe he's not friends with her anymore. Well, anyway, so in my and head, I'm like. And did she you? No, so and then in my head, I was like, oh, if I say that's cute, then she'll look at my profile and she'll see I got this Facebook campaign and then she'll tell him about it. Did she say any comment? No, just hearted it. <laughs> I'll forget that. Anyway, let's okay. Um, anyway, go back to the so bachelor. bachelor in Paradise, which I really wish you'd go on, because now I've changed my mind. I thought you had to have breast implants and you know really be like voluptuous, but little that little Hannah with the blonde hair has no boobs. Some of them I mean, don't she's have like big a boobs. Barbie doll. Yeah. So you could too can be on this show. Okay. I was going to submit you actually for it. Okay. Why don't you do anyway, that? Could I? Go ahead. Yeah. Why not? My I, intro I, can be like. They just want to find love, and they're all crying, and it's it really makes me sad. By the way, the show I don't know, but they uh, find love on it. Not three all of them, them found love. Yeah, out of twenty five thousand. All right, so you could be one of those three. But meanwhile, it's fascinating. This show. First of all, it's as low budget I think as you can get. Mm-hmm. So they have these little huts. Okay, they have nothing to do all day. There's the sand. We know this. You talked about this the, in the other episode. But, um, I know, but I'm just excuse me. By the Okay, you want to excuse me. What else do you want to say? So, so three couples get together. Now we have the reunion show, and they actually bring out two of the three of the people. Right, that had the kids. That's right. Two that had kids, and one that just got married. Right. And then we bring out. Wait, one of the couples actually kind of broke up on the show. Yeah, that was a little awkward. That was a little awkward, and then they showed. She's them, like, "I am giving you everything, everything. and like, even my snot." And he's like, "I want to give you everything." Yeah, this one can't commit. He's been on the show for like 27 seasons. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can't He's had go, a good doctor. I but don't you know can't go is. with a, a guy like that. Then I felt like the my favorite is Demi. Demi and Kristen. Yes. Okay, now Kristen went down on her hands and knees and gave Demi the ring. So now they both have the rings. Right. So, I mean, this was an iconic moment for The Bachelor. It was. Bachelor Nation. I want to be... In the audience of Bachelor Nation. No, you don't. Because let me tell Why? you, I wrote, I wrote the note. Yeah. I said, do you know who's in the audience of Bachelor? Who? Of uh, all these Bachelor shows? Who? Bachelor shows. Desperate single girls. They must find them on Tinder or something. They must find the girls that swipe. I don't know. Maybe they have some like thing where they can see how long There's girls. There's no mothers on the show that are desperate for their daughters? 
You can I be mean, the first one. But anyway, I mean, I can in the audience, with all you see is oily skinned girls being like, dump him. Be single like me. It's evil. And she's like, and they're all single and you can just tell. They're, and they're like, oh, like I would never want to be a contestant or I would never want to be in the audience of those like shows because it's so depressing. All right. Well, anyway, I I had a hope of you on it. I saw you on Bachelor Nation. I saw you on Bachelor in Paradise because you're obviously not going to win on the show. But that's all right. We can move right over to Bachelor. You're obviously not going to win. In Paradise. And, oh, my God, it just, it is fascinating TV. But also, do you think that's I can't wait for The Bachelor. When the kids, the the, the kids that come on the show and being like, how do you think they tell their when they are in school one day being like, oh, how did your parents meet? They're going to be like, my parents met on a reality show having sex. You know what well, I mean? First, like, first of all, I love how they say they don't have sex. They were like, oh, they're going, oh, and even on Bachelor in Paradise, there's a fantasy suite. No, but they only I get didn't to know the that. End. I didn't know that either. I think that's a new thing. Oh, yeah, but please. They've had sex. There's nothing else to do but have sex. Where there's they one room, sex? Daddy told me, yes. one hut where they all Maybe go to have sex. Maybe you two could go there. Yeah, no, man, I'm too dried up. But there's one hut. Like, you know, I told you, it's pasted together. Yes. But there's one hut where it's definitely a sex hut. I mean, I don't even want to know what it must smell like in there. Mm-hmm. But there is a sex hut going on. Okay, Come well, on. we will keep going with the Bachelor in Paradise review. No. Let us know if you guys if like If you us- two watch that. And also, any other shows you want us to recap. watch or recap, because we're very busy with reality. Do you watch Smothered, which we talked about? No, but that show is not on I started right now. The Politician last night on Netflix. What? Ben Platt, and it's, uh, it was yuck. <laughs> I, it was yuck. Could someone tell me and under- make me understand this show? It was very strange. And who's the go- who's the one that created it? The famous guy. I don't even know. Oh my you god. You always do that. It's That's such a mom thing. To me. Who is that famous guy? I don't know. Oh, oh my, my god, don't god, be a bitch. So you know who famous. I'm talking about. The Johnny Versace, he did. He did Glee, Glee, Glee. Know, I, Password. Somebody help me. Uh hold on. I know who you're talking about. You I, know he's so famous and so talented, and everyone always thanks him. He's the creator. And I think he has a sick child, by the way. Like oh. it's, yeah, no. I didn't know he was no, married. No, Gwyneth Paltrow was on it. Who doesn't look so good, by the way? Oh, she... Okay. No, she really doesn't. Well, I'll think of his name. But, I mean, all I'm getting is shop, shop Amazon for Glee. All right. So I don't know. So this is not... So anyways, okay. let us know what shows you guys want us to recap. So now let's get into our questions. Yes, that's Dear exciting. the Piskins, are you okay. ready, Lulu? Yes, Tori. Here we go. Okay. How do you move on after... Um, okay, Tori, I think I need to read these. Give them, no, pass them no, off. no. I'm reading these. But you don't read them well. Mom, you read the fucking Patreon people like it was a graduation <laughs> in kindergarten and it was private school that's cost 600000 Rebecca M. Apple. Sarah, hi. It felt like not a graduation. Tori, please, I have to go to the bathroom and I actually might pee, which you and I do a lot. Okay. Okay. Well, do you want to go to the bathroom? Should I? No. Okay, go ahead. We're, okay. So Jay Hanmaster says, how do you move on after accepting the fact that you've been friend zoned? Oh, I've actually had this happen to me. Yes, in when you were in Emerson. That yes. was you were, Do you remember you were this, obsessed. Lulu? Look at you. Look you at you. You were obsessed. You guys, you can't see, but my mom's Jeez, eyes what? went. I go, oh, I had this. And she goes, oh, my God, I forgot about that one. Oh, no, that was awful. So this guy. Crying. Let me just explain. Yeah, but we have to answer his question. I'm going to get to oh, it. okay. 
But I was like in love with this guy in college. Oh, she's eating again because it's four five thirty. It's dessert time for me. Anyway, because there was this guy in college. I, I your really... father have food at home for my guy. I know you No one can eating it. Sarah M. Highland. Anyway. I was obsessed with this guy in college. We would spend like every night together. We would like stay up till 9 a.m. in the morning. Really? Yeah. And we would like be in the same bed, but he would never make a move. So I, I was. So, okay. He must No, but be then gay. he ended up dating my best friend for two years or one of my friends who was like, I'm from Mexico. I didn't know you like look. Like I did not know. It's, you know, I did not know because I am from Mexico. And I was like, honey, I was like, girl code is international. Like, don't tell me, like, I did not know you like Luke. I'm like, I told you the other day I like you. I did not know you yeah, like but Troy, Luke. obviously there was some problem if you're in bed with him and he doesn't touch you. Anyway, go ahead. <sighs> anyway, so, so I was so... had the friend zone Yes, problem. I was devastated. Oh, I know that. I honestly think that was my first heart, like, my real heartbreak. Because really? I was crying in the Emerson handicapped bathroom. That's the one we had in the dorm room. Oh, and so how did I... How do you accept it? Unfortunately, I think it's kind of like a breakup. It's just... You have to take time. Really, break up. And I definitely think you should not see that person for a while. I think that's really good advice. Really good. So I think you have to cut it. Yeah. You know, you got to just cut it like a cord, like your skateboarder did. Cut it as clean as you can. And you've got to surround yourself with loving friends. Um, okay. Are you both native New Yorkers? A well-thin underscore why not says, are you both native New Yorkers? Well, some of you know that my mom, we grew up in Long Island till I was eight, and then we moved to the city, because my mom first always likes to say it was because Tori had dyslexia, but really it was mostly because my sister was a prodigy, a ballerina prodigy, and they didn't want to travel anymore. And then the other one got into, you know, the disabled school. Well, that's the I truth, guess right? she answered it, yes. But I do sound like a Brooklynite. I was born in Jamaica Heights, just so everyone should know that. Hmm. Did you know that? Then I... Jamaican Heights? Jamaica Heights in New York. How am I supposed to know? I wasn't there. But I'm just telling everyone that's where I was born. You were born on Long Island in Great Neck. Right. And then we moved to the city. For the prodigy and the disabled. No, for your disabled (laughs) school. The freak school. This is the... I mean... And by by the the way, you got a lot out of that freak school. By the way... Because you got your whole stand-up routine. No, but by the way... And if anybody saw some of her Insta stories when she does Frank from the disabled school... Frank, oh, oh, that's from the disabled school. Okay. Um, I won't say the person's name because I want it to be anonymous, but how do you get your fiance to get involved in wedding planning? Ah, interesting. Well, I mean, I have no say in this. Well, what you have to do is you really have to pick some topics that he might enjoy, Mm. you know, or some themes that maybe interest him. Right. Whatever, like, hobbies he has, maybe make that part of the wedding. And that would interest your fiance. So it can't all be about you. Like the flower. You mean like, like the food? Flowers, like maybe he'd be involved food, with the food. Maybe he wants sailboats as the centerpiece combined with flowers. Or sailboats. how about the wedding what are you song? Guy from Connecticut? Band, a band, a yes. band. Music is a big one for a man. All men look, love music. So that's the way you have to think in terms of what does my fiance enjoy and how can I get him involved? Got it. Because you don't want to turn around and go okay have him blame you that the whole wedding was for you mm-hmm. right because you don't want have you been to weddings where you're like clearly this was just designed by the girl because there's pink and i think i've been to a lot of weddings where they've been a little older so i think that it's been both of them what do you mean older? lately oh they're you like, know, like 30s they're in their 30s yeah. okay 
Um, As I'm hoping you will be. Well, it's not that far off now. No, it isn't. So I, I guess I can hope for the 40s. Go ahead. <laughs> 40, I think that's going to be the name of this episode. I guess I can hope for the wedding in the 40s. Yeah, but then I'll definitely be gone. Yes. I'm writing this down. All right. Okay. Tori, you're writing it down as we're recording. Okay, next question. That's strange. Dizzy Blonde said, as a mother of two, of as a mother to a two-year-old daughter and pregnant with another daughter, I hope to always have the strong bond we have now. How do you and your mom keep your so keep yours so strong? Huh? You know, it is a good question. People ask me how I'm so close to my daughters. Now, you can look at that as a negative. Maybe I didn't let them go and really live their life, so they're not so independent. And I always swore I would never have them as close to me as I was to my mom because if you listen to the podcast, podcast. well, if you listen to the podcast, you know my mom died young. So it really affected me, and I always swore that my daughters would not have that relationship with me. But now they do have the relationship Mm -hmm. with me, and I work with both of them. Um, so I think it's just be really having fun with them and having both the mom side and the friend side and melding them together your whole life. But how do you also, if you have two daughters, how do you like balance the relationships? They're, they're completely different. Both relate. And there's always one jealous of the other. And honestly, I don't even think I tried to figure out which one I'd be close. Well, no, that doesn't make sense. Be be closer to. I think at different times you're closer to each one, each one of your children. Mm -hmm. There are different moments in time that you might have a deeper relationship. But it doesn't mean, of course, you don't love one more than the other. Really? You love them equally. Yes, you do. But equally. There's no greater love than a mother for a child. What is that, a Hallmark card? It's true. (laughs) I mean, maybe I watched the Hallmark card yesterday. M. (laughs) Rebecca. Okay, next question. T underscore Annie. I do a Trump thing. Did you notice that? Like, and I listen on the podcast. I mean, I don't, and uh, please, anybody, I don't enjoy Trump. But you know how he does that, and especially when he was doing his, you know, speeches in the beginning with Hillary? And I think it's, I have like a, like an allergy going on. So forgive me if I, between the eating and the... I need a tissue. Anyway. I feel like what people won't even know one day, if I said to them, oh, I'm recording my mom in a hospital, they would be like, oh, makes sense. <laughs> they, would, they would be like, oh, that, actually, I think she'd be better that way. We should be on a schedule with her eating. Okay. T underscore Annie yes. underscore love said, yes. how was it as a family going through Lyme? Oh. Um, Up, guys, just got very serious now. <laughs> it got very serious. Well, first of all, it's very scary. And when I first found out Tori had Lyme, I was just happy it wasn't cancer, quite frankly. And I didn't was not educated as to how bad Lyme could be. Right. So when we first went through it, it was not as scary until Tori got so sick and she needed the IV drip. Um, and then it became all-consuming, frightening. I truly never thought maybe she'd get better. You watch all these, you know, YouTube videos and they really show you like crippled and seizuring. And I think as a parent, it's incredibly painful. And I honestly don't know how I got through it, except God gives you no choice. And I'm grateful for her sitting across from me. With the religion? I am grateful for you sitting across from me and being well. Mm. But you do have relapses at times. Yes, I do. Small relapses. And you struggle with your side effects since you had Lyme. 
mm-hmm. but on the whole, and that's why I she am- needs a guy. <laughs> Very grateful, but the ex-boyfriend broke up with Tori because of it. So that felt really. If you didn't awful. hear about that from the other thirty-seven eight podcast episodes we've done, so anyway, it was it was really difficult. And I think gaining support from other people that had Lyme or other families is really helpful. Yeah, and we are going to do an episode in November with my doctor. He said he would do it, so I'm very excited about that. Um, I guess should I answer the question? Yeah. How is going through Lyme? Yeah, how? Because you were the one, you were the person. Oh, I'm going to get a tissue down there. Ew. Where? Tissue. Oh. Excuse me. I okay. came back. I mean, I, I guess, I mean, I wipe. felt so grateful that, like, I had such a family support because with Lyme disease especially, it can be undiagnosed and people cannot believe you. So you have to, you have to, like, it, I felt just really grateful that I had a place to stay. Do you have a place? No one supportive family. Excuse me, a place. She she had a she had a, a trailer in the back of our apartment, and we hooked her up there, place to stay. Okay, so but uh, I think that's a very good question. Lyme disease is, you know, an epidemic. Yes, and I think enough people don't take Lyme disease seriously, and also have life threatening. But you know what? We should start a support group for it. But I actually can't wait till Doctor. Bernard Raxlin is on. Oh, just a note before we go. No, we have one other question before no, we go. No, but I just okay. want to say something about it. Lime, how we went through it. I got a call the other day from my friend, who I had to call her friend, who her, whose husband is very sick with Lyme. Yes. So how do you get through it? By getting a supportive community. Okay, where is the, is the husband okay? He went to Dr. Bernard Raxlin. Oh. No, but seriously. This, this took a different turn yeah. with the Lyme disease. And I feel like we could help more people, but you don't want to talk about it. No, because I want to have my doctor on the episode to really divulge all the information. Because I don't want to tell people the wrong information about Lyme disease. But I will say, Tori, and I know, uh, oh. you know a lot of times I'm ragging on you, but you are very strong from coming out of Lyme disease. <laughs> okay. No, it's not a joke. I know. We you know. Are, you were, you were, we did not know, Daddy and I, if you would ever come out of that back room. Well, I did. You did, thank God. And here you are still I feel dateless. Like that's, I feel like that's when you knew I was better because I started being mean to you again. You're like, she's getting healthy, not because she looks better, because she's being mean to yeah, me. Yeah, when you started cursing at me, I was like, thank God, get rid of her, she's well. Um, anyway. Okay, so the last question, JFX94 says, me and my girlfriend, oh no, my girlfriend and I just broke up. It was pretty mutual, but when we were saying our goodbyes at the end, I said, I still always love you. And I meant that in a way that one will always love a friend. I even told her that's how I meant it so that she wouldn't be uncomfortable if she interrupt, like interpreted it as a still romantic love. But she couldn't say it back to me. It really hurts my feelings that she couldn't say it back and I don't know how to recover from that. I guess that's my question is what's truly the best way to recover from a relationship when you realize you gave a lot more than the other person? Oh. That's so that Tori. was like a lifetime ending. Tori, you know, that's, oh, I, wait, can he, can we fix you up with him? I don't know Sounds him. like a great guy. Anyway, let's try to help him. But Tori, you He's can miserable. help him. Oh my God, you know who's also miserable? My daughter. Are you single? <laughs> that's but, the way it goes. No, I, he sounds fabulous. But anyway, let's help him. Okay, what, what's help your question? Maybe the- you, maybe there could have been a podcast for you and you could have called in. So let's really help him. Okay. Okay, now you, you know how he help, feels. But you haven't come up okay, with one first positive of all, thing. I think, excuse me, <laughs> give me a moment. It's been an hour. And I also have to go to the bathroom and I'm hungry. Anyway, I think she didn't say I love you back 
because she's probably very hurt. And usually sometimes somebody is so, she's in so much pain, maybe she just couldn't talk and she just couldn't, she might have been thinking it, but she couldn't say it to him. Mm -hmm. So I think he has to believe and know that she also cares about him deeply. But if the relationship is ending, you you will love the person in some sense, but you're not in love with them anymore. Right. So he has to find some solace in that, if that makes sense. Which I think is hard. It is. Well, you could speak about broken relationships. (laughs) You can, Tori. You've had quite a few, haven't you? (laughs) No, but I think it's really hard. Like he's saying, how do you recover from a relationship where you felt like you gave more to the other person than they gave you? Now, with my ex, I don't feel like I gave more to him. No, but see, every relationship with you, they all feel that they gave more to you. And so you've had to learn from that. And I sent you right to therapy. Right. I said, you got to take this seriously, what these guys are saying. And I think that's an entertainer thing. It's like a narcissism, a little bit of a narcissistic. It's all about you. But this guy sounds like it's it's not about. But him. he's saying, I guess her. you can't really recover. I guess you just have to know that you were in the relationship. You can't go back in time, realizing that you gave more to her than she gave to you. Or it just sounds like maybe she doesn't want to lead you on again by saying that like she loves you, even though he meant it as a friend. But I think what he has to decide is what is he going to take away from this that next time he would do differently. That's good. That's a good thing. That's what I really think. Wow, I feel like that was an Oprah ending. Thank you. I wanted it to be. (laughs) I really did. Okay, well, on that note. And and I love answering these, you know, DMs. I know. So keep sending them to us because it really makes me feel like, you know, a columnist. It's not a columnist anymore. Like a Nancy Grace for breakups? Yes, yes, yes. A Nancy Grace for breakups. Well, not breakups. Bombshell. (laughs) Bombshell. Bombshell. I love that. Bombshell. Tori's still single. His eyes were red because he was allergic to you. Bombshell breaking news here. Anyway, well, as we're ending, I just want to make sure again that as you guys are ending your episode in your car. No, no they're not ending. Oh, the, they the are episode. ending. Okay, Can you let episode. me finish? Right. Take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast. Tag our podcast at Got It From My Mama podcast. We will repost it on ours. Don't forget about our live show happening November 9th. On my birthday. On her birthday. You could bring a cake. But she won't I eat it. Like, no, I love cake. Oh, she'll eat the frosting. Okay, no, things I'm have changed well. in the past week since yes, I spoke with yes. her. Um, and so, I'll be wearing a fantastic outfit. Yes, and we will keep talking about the show, but the I live show. come with your questions. Mommy, they have a month, to, over a month to prepare. Okay, but I want them to think about the questions. All right, so on that note, do you want to say your outro? Yes, so I'm not just Tori's mom, but I'm everyone's mom. That's great. Goodbye. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs>